This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Morning, boys. Morning, Jim. Morning. Morning, Peter. Say, that was, uh, it was really beautifully enunciated, that, Frank. Well, you know, I'm uh, one of my problems now with um, entertainment is actors have given up on enunciation, so I've try- I'm trying to compensate. Well, I sometimes hear some rival stations on, uh, on my travels in the car, and even when they're reading out the phone number, they say FWE, and, uh, and, and so many of those things, they're just not clearly announced, and I thought well, you did a strong thanks. job there. That's lovely. Speaking of um, the incomprehensible um, <laughs> statement, I watched The Batman this oh, week yeah. oh, with Robert Pattinson. Oh, my mate. Um, now, when did they decide that Batman... Commissioner. There's nothing... You know, the mask doesn't even cover his face. The one part... It, it, you know, the mouth is the one thing that's clear, the mouth and nose. Mm. It's, is, is there um, a sort of a, an element of it that he's trying not to sound like Bruce Wayne? Is that, is that what it is? Maybe, but they never bothered him in the good old days. No. Do you know what in I mean? In the pants days, yeah. I just wish the commissioner say, you OK, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, it's okay. I tested this morning. It's not, but I think, it, I think it's a fever. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just Robin. Speak. Robin doesn't speak. Robin's like not that. in it. Oh, is he not? Robin was Why a. Why did they kill off Robin? <laughs> no, well, Robin was a lighter addition in the comics. Batman was already Batmaning, and uh, Dick Grayson was a member of the Flying Graysons circus oh, troupe. Yeah. And uh, his parents were killed. So, um, Batman, being an orphan himself, uh, took him under his wing, as it were. But he nice was. to get Robin's origin story. On there you the show go. This yeah. And he became Batman. A, a word you never hear now. He became Batman's or Bruce Wayne's ward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you still have a, If I wanted a ward, if I met some young gentleman who I thought he's a fine lad who needs some help in the world. I think there'd be questions. Yeah, there probably would now. Yes, the concept Would you of like ward? to be my ward? Do you know I'd love a ward? I like that. I like the ward concept. What about mm. when he's dressing, when he arrives and his dressing gown's hanging up and I, I, I can say, I put your wardrobe in the wardrobe. <laughs> oh, worth doing it for that. Then he yeah. can go back to the orphanage once I've got the gag in. And trust me, he'll want to once he's heard that. I'm an orphan myself. I'm allowed to do those gags. Me too. It's yeah, fine. Exactly. Um, yes, is Annie a ward, Frank? Annie? Oh, now that's a good question. Because Can you have a female ward? Yeah, this is, is what ward, I want wardess. to know. <laughs> Wardette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, of course, Big Daddy Warbucks, um, one of the few... Sim- Big Daddy Warbucks. One of the few, and I celebrate this, sympathetic treatments of a millionaire in, uh, in <laughs> film... Um, he Wayne. does. He does. Um, he takes her into his home. I always assume he adopts because he goes to the orphanage and what? speaks to uh, 
the awful I didn't writing. see any papers. There was no... I thought there was papers. Is this at the end of Annie? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did he, he officially... I mean, did he, he has go... A what I'm asking, guys, is did he go through the appropriate procedures? Well, he met with Hannigan. Mm. Well, it's hardly appropriate. Well, she was the boss of the. I don't know. I, can't, I don't know the legal status of um, <laughs> war box. And, I'm, just, uh, I'm, I'm worried about all these spoiler alerts for anyone that's taped <laughs> any. Yeah. Hey, war, yeah. Big Daddy Ward books, because yeah. he has loads of books with all his wards in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the thing is, with ba- I love Batman. I grew up on Batman. Mm-hmm. But in the comics when I was reading it in the 60s and 70s, there was it, was, it wasn't dark all the time. You know, he had up days. He didn't just live in shadow and go, yeah. <laughs> He had like, a, bit of fu- a bit of fun now and again, stuff like that. But, oh, man, no. So, what- I just wanted him to say, you know, Commissioner, this is one of those days when you feel glad to be alive. <laughs> oh, it's nice to hear you, Batman. Don't hear you up that often. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Does he make any jokes? Do you have a lozenge? <laughs> <laughs> he never makes any jokes. No, no he's leaves, oh, leaves to the Joker. Miserable. Absolutely miss. Yeah, well, even the Joker now doesn't do jokes. He's Very just bleak. maniacal. Do you know he's taken a turn for the dark? The, the Riddler who used to be like, you know, it was a sort of a fun quiz master Jeremy Beadle type of figure. <laughs> now, um, now he's some cynical murderer. Oh, come on, put the lights back on on Batman. Nine seven five has got in touch, Frank. I think this may be up your street. Uh, speaking of wards, Robin was played by dot 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 Bert Ward. Oh, of course, yes, of course. That's you a very good remember, point. You usually remember all the actors' names, don't you? <laughs> well, that was in the TV series, which wasn't dark. It was very no. light. In the in the original. Comics. Alfred the Butler. Oh, I love him. Had a one had something else that's dis- gone with the wards. Go on. Uh, he had a comb over. He had a very distinct oh, yeah. comb over. You just oh. don't see him anymore. And if you see them, they're always like a comedy context. Yeah. Was he always? Tell me. Was he always British? Uh, yes. Oh, lovely. Well, you couldn't hear his <laughs> accent in the comics, but I think that's right. No, but um, he had a sort of British sensibility. In the mm. comics, did he? Yeah, yeah. But, but then they got like John Pertwee's son Sean playing him in got, and he was like oh. a tough guy and stuff. But Alfred the Butler was a little comb over guy. Oh no, he's got to be an elderly gent. He's um, uh, Mr. Grace from Grace Brothers. Anyway, I was mm. watching the Batman, and I thought, how do they soften the Batman? Because I, I can't. If it gets any darker, it'll just be unwatchable. And I was thinking of. Poppies are probably the softest thing in the world. And I thought, what about if he if he went one ear up and one ear down? You know that sort of slightly the lazy ear you get on poppies and think, oh, I think that's that's the next next step. Anyway, that was Batman. I think he needs yeah, I think he needs to accessorise. A brooch is always cheery. <laughs> Yeah. A brooch. You, had... you don't want to be fighting with a brooch in case you scratch someone and they sue. 
Yeah, but you've got to wear it up. Because the joy you cause the rest of the year, it's worth it. Well, in The Batman, one could argue that he does wear a sort of brooch because, you know, the bat crest on his chest Mm. doubles as his batarang. So he just takes it off and throws it. So it is is a brooch. He's obsessed by function. Everything doubles. You can't just put a nice jumper on and say, oh, I like this. That's another thing. You never hear of the utility belt, big yellow belt with lots of chemicals in it. Hang on, aren't those pants, those yellow things? Is it utility pants? No, he used to wear blue pants over grey tights and then a yeah. big yellow utility belt with you remember when you used to, do you remember sometimes at, um, at club nightclubs you'd get um, attractive young women who were paid to um, sell shots and they'd yeah. wear bandoleros <laughs> over a, a brazier and do I ever? Uh, it's, it was it was a ver- oh, it was a version no. of that the <laughs> utility belt um, utility belt was obviously where he kept his white goods <laughs> small frit, small uh, dishwasher in there, washing machine. Um, handy for Batman. Yeah. And of course, famously, he kept his shark repellent spray in there. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, man, what those were the days. By the way, you may recall. Yes, mm. a song you may recall. My mother sang to me. Uh, you may recall. The other week, I was, I'd seen my tour manager at a, um, at a gig. Is this Omar? Yes, yeah. Omar. And um, at one, he came to one of my gigs and... Um, we were talking about the London area High Barnet. Yes. And saying there was a joke, you know, that that's where Margaret Thatcher comes from because she had a very high Barnet. Mm-hmm. And he said, who's in the High Barnet chair now? <laughs> Omar's my kind of man. Yeah. Exactly the sort of question I And, um, yeah, it's, I've, been, um, I've been thinking about it. And? Um... Well, I think my current best bet is the Princess Royal. Yeah. Who, um, who, who, um, Princess Anne, as she used to be known, who who still goes for the enormous sweep. Um, But they're they're not as common as they were. It depends. I mean, obviously, Tina Turner was a little bit high barnet. She was also sticky out barnet. Yeah, it's got to be that really going up from the defying gravity. Are you talking about teased hair as opposed to sort of spiky? Well, look, I don't want... I mean, I'm not thinking Jedward. Prince was a bit of... <laughs> no. Prince might have had lodgings in High Barnet. Yes, at some stage. Can I tell you who else? Uh, Princess Margaret was a regular Was visitor. she? Mm. Yeah. What a babe <laughs> Princess Margaret was. Yeah. I'm loving the picture, by the way, of the Queen with two horses this week. <laughs> One of the weirdest... <laughs> Have you? Have, are you aware of a coven in the Windsor area? <laughs> sort of strange, the crucible, here comes Goody Windsor. Or one of the oddest <laughs> pictures I've ever seen of the royals. on Absolute Radio. 836. Close your eyes. Give me your... Go on, carry on. Um, Alfred the butler mm. was also ex-SAS... And could look after himself. Even in the comics? That's John... 
John Cambridge or John, comma, Cambridge? OK. Maybe it's oh. John off Cambridge. Oh, I hope so, Al. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I don't remember that in the comics, but I, I, I'll take it, I'll take it on board. Of course, that was back in the days when SAS uh, people retired into butlering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas now they retire into a Channel 4 SAS television shows, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. The, the then... trouble is there's not, there's not many... Uh, millionaires who aren't married and stuff and mm, need a butler maybe so I think. <laughs> and they don't have the wards you know that they used to no, you don't really you have can't, the wards you can't, these you days. can't get the wards well there's just a lot more paperwork required to get bring I the think, ward I'm glad in. they're careful about it I mean you know they yeah. didn't know that Batman was a crime that um, Bruce Wayne was a crime fighter exactly mm. um, uh, one two three has also been in touch for Batman, the shark repellent was in the helicopter, not on his belt. Oh, OK, we've oh, all had a drink. I've really been pulled apart Batman today. the movie, 66. The trunk, big year, wasn't it? Batman, yeah. uh, the trunks <laughs> are a 1930s reference to circus strongmen and were only worn by Batman because Superman wore them. And what? the utility belt, all right, mate, um, was added by Bill Finger so he could easily carry out detective work. Mm. Bill Finger, of course, was um, Tom Thumb's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he had four children, Tom Thumb, the fingers. I've got to hand it to you for that joke. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Big thumbs up for that. Um, well, Faye, our assistant uh, producer, is that her official title? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She was just saying that she saw the Batman and had no idea that the Catwoman character was Catwoman because no one ever said Catwoman in it. Oh. And that when I think now, oh, they, you're right, they didn't. Hang you're on, just doesn't she wear a know. cat suit? Well, she wears. She, no, she doesn't wear the ears. Oh, for heaven's she's sake. Got, she's got cats. Holy mackerel. Right. But, you know, I mean, I grew up, um, I used to have guitar lessons, in fact, from a woman who had 13 cats. Mm. I doubt if she was a crime fighter by night. No. You can't assume. But it's a good point. Mm. Catwoman, of course, now... I don't want to talk about Batman all morning, but it's become a bit... <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's become a bit like there has to be a, a romance between Cat and Bat. <laughs> cat and Bat. Oh. You hate cross-species romances. <laughs> well, I, I hate romances in, in any kind of entertainment. <laughs> I don't like the Cat and Bat getting together. No, I don't. No. In, um, there was a great... It's too much like Dr Seuss has written it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in the six in the sixties TV show, there's a bit where she says, uh, "You know, Batman, I've always really admired you." I think it was uh, Julie Newmar because there was three of them. Oh, um, was she the, the Lee Red Merriweather, Red. Julie Newmar, and Eartha Kitt. Anyway, mm. I think it was Julie Newmar who said, "Batman, I've always really loved, thought you were a really handsome guy. Maybe mm. me and you could get back together, and mm. maybe we could." Uh, be an item and he says well what about Robin and she's and no she said he says but you, you know you're a criminal she, he says no I've changed now I've changed and he, she said anyway what about Robin she said we could kill him oh. it's a lovely it's a lovely moment <laughs> Julie Newmar mm. my goodness Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio 
Peter has asked a question. Mm. If Alfred was in the SAS, why didn't he advise Batman and Robin better on camouflage clothing within an mm. urban environment? Mm-hmm. Robin, certainly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know where... He wears yellow. Red and yellow and green. Oh, I've only just understood. Oh! Red, gold and green. <laughs> red, gold and green. Frank, yeah. that's an IEM for me. That's an idiotic oh, eureka yeah. moment. I never understood the Robin... The red yes, tunic. Yes, Oh, OK. Oh, OK. No, he, sh- he should have helped Hang on, is he a bird, big... then? He should have... Uh... If Batman's a bat... <laughs> Is yeah, he a bird? Batman hangs out mm-hmm. with a robin. Is he really other. a bird then? He's not it's really a, cross, a bird. Oh. Cross species friendship, which <laughs> annoys Frank in the same way as the meerkat adverts. I don't mind the friendships. <laughs> it's, oh, so it's, it's never going it to work. Physical, I don't like. Batman stays up all night. It's not going to work. The hours. Yeah, Robin's mm. looking for worms. Always up early. Very early. <laughs> robin's up at the crack of dawn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alfred's up gelling. <laughs> He's uh, he's comb over. I still not. I still don't know if he was in this. I guess I'm taking that as um, as gospel. I never knew these sort of facts. I, I read comics. I still read comics now. I fess up, but I read them. I was obsessed with them when I was a kid, and then grown up start reading them, and then we started to add to know who did the inking. Oh, yeah. On mm. stuff. Oh, just do the comics. Sure up about it. Mm. That's why it's gone on Batman's gone all dark. The grown-ups have started watching it. Yeah. Mind your own business. Yeah. Anyway, what, how, many, how many times of chocolate can you name? I'll start with milk as the default. So you right. five, was it? I love that. Come on, next one. Dark. Plain. Dark or plain? I went plain. Is there a difference between dark and plain? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Plain is more pretentious, hence I went for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dark is more bitter, hence I went for it. <laughs> okay. I've got one, Frank. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I got excited, didn't I? Sorry. Go on. I can't. I don't really know how to pronounce it, so you might have to help me, boys. Go on. Montezuma. Is that a flavour? Is that a is type that, of chocolate? Is that a type of chocolate? Are you thinking of Montelli <laughs> no, no. which used to crop up in uh, on the list? You know the strange <laughs> identity parade lists you get in boxes of chocolates. I don't just let's just find out what it is. I don't need a, a, a key to the chocolates. <laughs> it's like when you used to get a photo of a, a bunch of people, and then you get a drawing underneath with numbers on their heads. Do you remember that? Just <laughs> silhouettes. You know what? If I have a strawberry cream, it's not going to be the end of the world. I'll be all right with it. Well, People it is... say, hold on, have you got the key to the... Have a chocolate. No, I, it would be the end of the world. If I had to have ginger, that that no, yeah. really would be the end of the world for me, Frank. I think mainly those charts are to avoid coffee creams, aren't they? But I... You know what I mean? It's not like stepping into a lift that isn't there yeah. and you drop down the shaft. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a coffee it's cream. definitely not the same as that. Do you think I buy a box of chocolates so I can be reading? It's <laughs> <laughs> not where I go for my reading. Yeah, you go to comic books, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wow, sick man. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. The other chocolate, the one we haven't mentioned, I didn't know exists. But I was, um, my son got me an Easter egg. Mm. 
It's without doubt the nicest Easter egg I've ever had in my long life. <laughs> and it was blonde chocolate. Oh. Now, I'd never heard of... Uh, Blondie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? So it's not white chocolate? No, it's not. It's not white. That'd be peroxide blonde. Oh. Of course, that'd be another type of chocolate. Yeah. White. Yeah. Which, ironically, is not called milk chocolate. That was... They yeah. got that wrong, didn't they? It's yeah. a very, it's all confused. Yeah. And also cruelly overlooked by Alanis Morissette in that song, actually. Yeah. Was it? What did she say? Well, she I know. No, she, she didn't did, reference. She focused on other stuff, didn't yeah. she? She focused on the fly in the Chardonnay. Yeah. No one drinks <laughs> that anymore. No. Um, rather than that irony, which would have been an yeah. infinitely superior yeah. one now. I'm in agreement. Yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you what it is. Um, in, my my guide on it is is it's what I would have called caramac chocolate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know that stuff. My favourite chocolate. I mean, my worst colour for shoes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, just uh, going to make a note. I have to throw out all my caramac shoes. There's a particular I, kind of shoe. I shade. think I've got a caramac no, shoe. I, <laughs> trust me, you would not be on my friends list if you did. I've checked out all your items of footwear. You have well. never worn caramac. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> but the way I ate it, though, I haven't eaten an egg. I just <laughs> ate. I was at. I went to the premiere with you of Harry Potter, the first Harry oh. Potter film. Um, so me and Emily went, and uh, I sat next to a small child. I didn't know. I had lost a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> this is on the other side of me. And he took out a crunchy bar, mm. and he held it. Um, it was like... He, held, he, he had the palm of his hand, he pressed it into his mouth lengthwise. So you have to imagine <laughs> this now. Like a pencil about to go into a pencil sharpener. And do you know those um, tree dissolvers that yeah. uh, you see sometimes on the road when people are cutting yeah. trees down? Yeah. They put them into a machine, it just comes out as dust. <laughs> so he got it on the palm of his hand, this thing, and he pressed it and he sort of went... <laughs> and it just, the whole bar just disappeared. And I Legend. thought, I don't know anyone now... I didn't know any kids then. I don't know anyone who eats... Everyone I knew ate chocolate said, mm, I'll have a bit. I shouldn't really. And, oh, God, I, oh, no, I'm going to regret this. This was eating chocolate <laughs> like, with the chains off. Yeah. And me blonde egg... <laughs> I, I destroyed it, man, and it was great. Big mouthfuls of it, you know what I mean? Good oh, it was great. Oh, with greedy abandon. Yeah, yeah, it was. I would um, I'd recommend it, I must say. Um, and I'm not trying to get any free stuff that you know, if send me, I'm just saying it's blonde chocolate, it's the future. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. So now this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email the show via Frank at Absolute Radio. Co.uk. <laughs> Thanks, Batman. <laughs> Don't mention it. OK, just passing through. Frank, Kev Shaw has got in touch. Kev Shaw. Sure. His uh, Twitter handle is beagled again. Um, he has responded to your question. I believe you asked our listeners how many types of chocolate are there. Yes. 
On Kev says has this story regarding chocolate. He's called it chocolate, which I like. Oh, that's good. Has he done it without the E in that slightly cool, this is what the Fred, very French. The chocolat. Very, very French. You don't want to join the chocolat gang. Um, On a camping holiday once, we saw a squirrel coming out of someone's tent with a full bar of chocolate and running off with it. Later, we heard a young girl getting the blame for stealing the bar. It was a bit strange trying to explain to the parents what we'd actually seen. Yeah, it's good that they stepped in, though. I I think I'd have left it. It's yeah. not my would business. <laughs> Why, Frank? I would have stepped in. Oh, man. Was it their daughter or just a ward? <laughs> they have their ward with them <laughs> whilst camping. That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, many of you will think, what a life Frank Skinner leads of um, yeah. lovely showbiz finery. So this morning, West Bromwich. This morning, before I left the house, mm-hmm. I put my trousers on, mm. realised that they'd been moth-eaten around the crotch. Oh. Uh, they're black trousers with white oh, no. lining, so I had to sit with what I like to call, what we always used to call, a felt pen. I know it's called a marker now, because other pens obviously don't mark stuff. <laughs> the Sharpie. So that you distinguishes went, You that. went for the Pat Sharpie. I went for a felt pen. It wasn't a <laughs> Sharpie. No. Um, and I had to sit and colour in the holes on my trousers before I could leave while the house. The, while they were on? Yeah, while, while they were on. Just, why couldn't you just wear other trousers? I mean, Oh, they were, oh God, you know, I, I don't have that kind of time on a Saturday morning. I've got I a say, breakfast radio show. I was already buckled up into these. The suit does right. look <laughs> sensational on you. And I was, I was really taken with that suit. I thought, honestly, oh. Frank looks fabulous. Then you undermined yourself a bit. You undercut the suit experience by telling me about the felt pen. The felt pen... I wouldn't be ashamed of that because that's every stylist. Well, I've just mentioned it on <laughs> national radio. Yeah. Every stylist has similar tricks to that, Frank. We've all done mm-hmm. it. Well, I think it's like um, Jimmy White when he used to spray his ball patch with that. Oh. Remember you see that advert where you had like, such a, like a graffiti, <laughs> like a graffiti artist he used to spray the sort of a, it was like um, yeah. that party string. <laughs> Just to spray that onto his... Whatever happened to... Oh, God. Party string. I'll tell you what happened to it. I went to uh, an all-day conference in Birmingham about soap opera. Did you? uh, I mean, you were talking about your glamorous life. Yeah, this was before I was uh, a celebrité. And I had... uh, That was in the days I had one jacket, and I used to wear a brown suede jacket. (laughs) And I sat on a chair that had party string on it, and I never got it off. Also, oh. greasy res- residue. Oh, I hated that. It was like a squiggle on my back, like sort of oh. like Prince's squiggle. Frank, before we go to the break, uh, a couple of other stylist tips for you, just FYI. Mm. Spray the, the seat of your tights, ladies, with hairspray. Stop mm. some uh, electricity static sticking to your uh, dress. Very yeah. good. Good tip. Also, uh, masking tape on the heels of your shoes makes them last longer. Well, that's... Uh, I didn't know we were doing life hacks. Yeah, I'm afraid But there we are. <laughs> I guess mine. Why are the Quakers called the Quakers? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Yeah, the Quakers are really the Society of Friends. The Quakers is a name imposed on them by outsiders because they used to speak in tongues and shake and tremble. Mm. And that's Ooh. why they were called mm. the Quakers. Lovely. Not really a life hack as such. No, but they work with the... So much as showing off some knowledge. Mm. They work, it works with the chocolate theme this morning because oh, I believe yeah. they were involved with uh, yeah, Bourne, a certain... Bourneville. Is it Cadbury? Or they? One yeah, of they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of... Uh, that's where you get your sort of Protestant work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, um, the... My father uh, was a Quaker, can I say? Oh, was he? Lovely. Yeah. Uh, the pottery guys, Wedgwood Quakers. Oh, yeah. All right. And he uh, had a bad leg and decided it was slowing him down in his business affairs, so had it amputated. Not bad enough to be amputated, but, you know, time's money. Do you know, he sounds like my kind of man. <laughs> yeah. He's quite extreme. <laughs> I've got... I, I've... I've um, in my hand, I have a letter. I was very excited. There's a parcel arrived today, and I thought this is the right shape but, and weight, but I don't want to build up my hopes. But it is the new wisdom has arrived. Oh. And if you like cricket, you'll know that is the cricket Bible. And so Bill from Wisdom World, I loved as a Wisdom World. Oh, man, there ought to be a big supermarket where you can get, like, Wisdom outfits. Do you have a shelf? My father used to have a shelf, and we couldn't touch that shelf. It was the almanac. I do. I think most cricket fans have a wisdom shelf. Oh, and I also, love it. Bill has been very kind to me, um, sending oh me wisdom. <laughs> What's going? What's the story there? No, it's 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 great. And he so took thanks. you in as his ward, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. I thought that was nice. Wiston Ward. Oh, no, it does. <laughs> it says Wiston World, the UK's <laughs> largest wisdom only seller. I mean, that's brilliant, isn't it? I love yeah. a specialist. It was, mm. There was some in America in the 40s or something, there was a serial killer guy who said in court, How do I know how many wives I've mm. killed? I'm a murderer, not a mathematician. <laughs> Oh, good bands I for mean, a baby. When, yeah. when you were saying I love a specialist, I wasn't expecting things to go quite yeah. in that direction. Yeah. No, it, it could have gone anywhere. But anyway, uh, thanks for that, Bill. And Bill says to me, "I'm sorry, I didn't get you a 2021 wisdom." I mean, can you believe apologising for that? He's a lovely mm. friend for you. I'll send you one if you want one. Of course, I want one, Bill. Aww. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for that. Also, who have I heard from but the pen guy? The pen guy? You know the pen guy? <laughs> I don't mean the one Is that fights Wayne? Batman. You do pronounce it pen guy. plural of Batman baddies. It's not a baddie. Um, <laughs> Is it Wayne? He's a baddie, the penguin. Yeah. Uh, um, well, in your view, in No, your Nicholas world. Hemingway, Nicholas the pen. Hemingway. Who makes oh. the fabulous, beautiful pens. Do you know why I thought pens. Wayne? Can you work out why oh, I thought um, Wayne? Because um, Wayne Hemingway, yeah, he was this fashion guy. He used to own Red or Dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. So Nicholas Hemingway has written to me. He sent me another one. You should check out the Hemingway. Um, like, what do you call them? Propelling pencils? Are they still called mechanical that? pencils? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we love them. Propelling Who's your pencils. Hemingway? Spell pen. Ernest Nicholas or Wayne? <laughs> I can't say that when I've just received a gift <laughs> from Nicholas, but I don't know what his short stories are like. There's a short story called Indian Camp, which I read at school, which I still think about now. Haunting oh, yeah. Hemingway short story. Anyway, 
So um, I, I need to, I, I tell you what, I'm getting the shove, so I'm going to come back okay. to Nicholas Hemingway's um, pen. It's, got, it's not just a free pen, it's got a, a magical twist on it. Wow. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, it was my pen. Nicholas Hemingway, Mm -hmm. the pen donator, Mm -hmm. has got in touch with us. Hello, Frank, Alan and Emily. Nicholas Hemingway here. Oh, I actually (laughs) used to work for Wayne Hemingway many years ago. Bit of a coincidence. We met Mm -hmm. because of our surnames being the same. He gave me a job when I was at university. Lovely man. What do you mean we met because of our... (laughs) Surnames being the same. He gave me a job when I was at university. Was it when they were compiling the Doomsday book? (laughs) (laughs) You called in for an interview. Do you know what? Was it it just a big family gathering? I think if you... (laughs) That'd be a good way of explaining a family gathering. Yeah, Yeah. we got together because our surnames are the same. Or sort of introducing you to to a parent or something. This is Michael, our surnames are the same. I like that. Yes. Well, thanks for that, Nicholas. There's still quite a fair bit to unpack there, but I liked it. Anyway, this is... um, I have a letter from uh, Nicholas Hemingway here, and he um, um, had been listening to the show last week, and um, he was particularly taken by uh, something I was saying about my... Um, belongings mm. and that is the fact that I own a uh, Britney Spears pencil case <laughs> and I said it's from sweet Britney I'd quite like one from shaved the shaved Britney but she didn't really bring out any merch mm. he has sent me a pencil in a leather case with the shaved <gasps> Britney no. on it. I mean no. it's absolutely magnificent let's have a look thanks that's great. I mean, I'm going to put. I'll, I'll put it on the social medias. But it, first of all, it's it's a lovely pen, and it's that leather look, mm. leather that my mum always had handbags oh, made yeah. out of, which takes me back. But there she is, Brittany, looking great. I think with the do shaved. You, do you know I made a terrible error this week, and I and I believe in fessing up to these things. Mm. Sometimes I was talking to. Uh, Jane Goldman and Jonathan Ross, my our mutual friends, and I was saying, can you believe Frank has a, pen, a Britney Spears? Because they're asking about the show. I said, oh, Frank said he had a Britney Spears uh, pencil case still. I said, don't you love that? Can you believe that? And Jonathan said, well, I have a pencil case. And Jane said, well, I do as well. See, I told yeah. you, yeah. you mocked me. I know. I yeah, know. we did. There you go. <laughs> have they got themed pencil cases? <laughs> No, don't be so ridiculous. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, a also, and I, I, it's a bit split. I've had this since I was a small child, and I've kept it as a as a happy memory. Um, I've got a Roy Rogers pencil case. Do you know Roy Rogers? No, but <laughs> no, but dot, the dot, cowboy, dot. the cowboy um, singer, film star who, who wrote oh. um, who wrote Trigger. Uh, yeah, so that's a lovely thing. It's got a lovely um, swirly lasso design around it. Did he wear a nice... Uh, yes. Did he wear a lot of white? He was... Um, 
He wore that real show, you know, nudies who made all those Western gear. This is a famous shop. I thought you might know being a fashion person. Oh, I don't go to nudies. Nudies made Nudie all that really <laughs> like sequined cowboy outfits that they'd wear on the Grand Ole Opry and stuff. And he had like, he had, so he'd wear like a powder blue cowboy shirt with a white fringe. So you're friends Roy with Deborah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if that happened then. Um, oh, okay. In, uh, okay. Now, of course, the cowboys. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a light motif, but then I don't think it was really referred to. Oh, okay. But yeah, but but yeah, I love this. Thank you, Nicholas. Like chaps, oh, shave Britney period uh, pencil case. Brilliant. <laughs> Truly, mm. I am happy. Und, as they say on German radio. Been eating that, Und. Been eating that blonde chocolate again. <laughs> I think we should take a trip uh, down into previously. Previously, I thought I had a. I had it in my head. I had a jingle for that. I don't. Okay, that's so, fine. Maybe you could make one up, Frank. <laughs> Here you go. I don't know what it's got any relevance to this, but carry on. Well, should we kick off out with one sound celebrity impressions? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Do you want this to This was triggered us? by uh, Al's Al Pacino. Hoo-wah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, stop And then we did um, Jimmy Tarbock. Ho-ho! Uh, and various um, others I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, you see, Eric Morecambe and... Uh... <laughs> that was uh, Harry Seacombe. Oh, yeah. The Eric Morecambe and the Jimmy Tarbark. There's a bit of crossover there, would you say? Um, I don't know. I, okay. I think Tar- I think Tarby made that his own. I also talked about Norman Vaughan's... <laughs> I mean, it is incredible that people can build careers on these things. But anyway... Okay, before we get to that, I'd just like to share a pencil case. Okay. From Sally Ives. Hi, Frank. I am with you. Oh, I didn't realise you were some sort of cult leader. Mm. I carry a pencil case and I have done for years. Mine is a red Mickey Mouse. One full of all the things you mentioned and a few more, like a small stretchy man. Love the show. What, why do you, what do you use that I for? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Is that sort of uh, Tudor Tudor torture recreations? (laughs) Al, should we do some of these one-sound celebrity impressions? We've got a few. I mean, Kate has said R2-D2, although she said... I'm going to read this. It's not really one-sound, is it? It's exactly what she said, not Mm. quite a celeb. Do you still want to? Do, you and Alan are going to do these while I'm. Oh, I don't gosh. think I could do R two D two. Well, you get that. It's just bleak. Ah, the... oh, there you go. Okay. It's a lot of that. All doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it, it, he's not a one sound. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think you're you're doing him down a bit. R two D two. He has a, a rich palette <laughs> of electronic sounds. Sorry, Kate. It's good. It's good, but it's not right. The do bro- you think there'll be a cartoon of um, eventually when the Star Wars? Um, well, I remember years ago I interviewed Patrick Stewart mm. and um, I asked him about what was happening with um, with Star Trek and he said, well, I spoke to an American TV exec who told me that Star Trek 
was experiencing franchise fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think if Star in the unlikely event that Star Wars ever has a similar experience, they'll have a cartoon uh, and R2-D2 will speak like the Scrappy-Doo <laughs> thing and he'll just be going, oh, I really enjoy being a here. And he's going to be like that. I can't, I can't live with that. Um... What Actually, about? that sounded like Clonk from Wacky Races, who had sort of um, had ticks, had various ticks. I don't like remember that character. Yeah. <laughs> what about? Uh, okay. This Can is you yours, Al. Nikki Cyclopedia. Hmm. Dara. Oh, I can never say this. Dara O'Brien. Dara O'Brien. Uh, he's got a sound, Al. Al, can you do it? Uh, is it that? Oh, is it that? Oh, yeah. well, oh, that was good. This has become a tough test. <laughs> yeah. We better have a rest, I think. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've gone to previously, but I also want to go to here and now. Mm, currently. Lovely. Oh, yeah. good. No, I like that. <laughs> because we've heard from a lovely friend of the show now... I'm going to go. Nicholas Hemingway. Oh, oh, is he explaining we met because we had the same surname? Okay. This is Red or Dead designer uh, Wayne Hemingway. Yes. You're asking, mm-hmm. how did you end up working for him? And Nicholas has replied, I met Wayne as I stumbled upon his website. We've all done it, dear. I wanted to become Hemingway Design, but that was the name of his company. Oh, it's a domain battle. <laughs> On his website, he had a message that said, if your name is Hemingway, come and work with us. What? Very odd, I know. But I emailed him and we got talking. He invited me round to talk family history a bit and offered me work. Also related to Ernest, thinks all round. They're both related to Ernest. Are they? That's quite cool. What about Mariel? Mm-hmm. Uh, what about her? She was in um, the Manhattan. Mar- there was Margot and Mariel. Yes. Was, it, was she in Manhattan? She was. Right? Yes. Yes. I know. Um, I know. Um, she was the granddaughter. I know Woody Allen is not very um, in at the moment, but there is one of my five ever film lines in that when they're in the in a cab. And he says to her, you look so beautiful, I can hardly keep my eyes on the meter. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a tremendous line. I think she's related to Ernest as well, isn't she? Granddaughter, yes. Can I just say, I don't want this to cause a precedent, and if there are any Cochrans listening and they end up on my website... Please don't get in touch. I won't employ you, and I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> no, it's if there's any deans me. listening, you're out of luck because it's not my real family name. It was changed. My real family <laughs> name, as you know, Frank. I've told you this. Do you remember? No. Bickerstaff. Bickerstaff, of course. There you go. Okay. Any Which was one of on the uh, pen names <laughs> of Jonathan Swift. Was it? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the facts coming oh, out you today. Know, loads of stuff. You do. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, in the previously uh, one sound celebrity impressions, Anthony Moss has boasted, I do a fantastic Tarzan, which I think used to be, oh! <laughs> and I think it was, oh! oh, 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 oh. 
Hang on, what did I, you I think say? It's a, yodel, did I? I think it's frighteningly similar to the... Uh, the sound of another celebrity who's from oh, the dark. Oh, come way. on. <laughs> really, it's, really, it's ruined Tarzan. No, okay. Come on. Tarzan's had to change. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. 9.50 a.m. Okay, um, just saying. 5.81. Just in case anyone uh, tuned in then, I want to make it clear it was Tarzan I was doing. Okay. Uh, 5.81. Hi, Frank. I think Emily is getting confused. Oh. Should we leave it there? Buckle up, everyone. <laughs> I think we should come back with to this one. I think that should be the name of the podcast. OK. <laughs> what is Emily getting confused about? Find out soon. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and, and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Doctor! Peter Robertson (laughs) has got in touch. Uh, From Peter Robertson in Findon Valley. It's a bit specific, that. Let's just say the Sussex area. Good morning. Mm. Emily, if I was correct in hearing your birth name was Bickerstaff, when I say birth name, it wasn't my first name. I was born... No, no, but you were, you were born a Bickerstaff. Yeah. I was at school in the 1970s with a Simon Bickerstaff who had ginger hair then. Frank will be familiar with the Catholic school Ampleforth College. Yes. To where Peter Robertson went. That's at, where Stato went. Really? Fantasy football statistician. At Mass there one Sunday, Simon was an altar boy and stood too close to a candle which set his cassock on fire. Oh. Hence why I remember him. It's unfortunate. Uh, also, Peter Robertson once interviewed Margot Hemingway. Wow. Sister of Maria. At her apartment near Los Angeles. She went on to change her first name to Margot with a T. She didn't want to be associated with the, the bottle of wine. You're going to tell me in a minute he's also <laughs> um, pen pals with Alfred the Butler. He seems to have yeah. a connection with everything that's happened on the show. What was he called? Something like Penny Chuck. Alfred Penny oh. Chuck. Oh, I'm going to get there. There'll be some grown-up um, mm. who yeah. can correct me on that, good. but I think, I think that's his name. He would have been lovely for me, Alfred. Because yeah. we could have lived on the grounds without any of the responsibilities. That's what I like. Yeah, he had that shuffling dignity which you want in a bottle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, we were on a, a cliffhanger of sorts. Yes, Emily's confused, and we got to. I think Emily was beginning the text message. Hi, Frank. I think Emily is getting confused, and then oh. we we left our. Uh... It's like one of my falls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We left, I'm worried. We left it's the thing that your doctor wondering. your doctor says after you've left the surgery. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll lance the boil. Uh, I think Emily is getting confused with Buck Rogers when she asked if Roy Rogers wore a lot of white. A totally different vibe there. No, and that's from eight one. Excuse me, absolutely not. Okay. With the greatest respect, actually with slightly less respect, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I know my Buck Rogers. Yeah. Okay, from my Roy. I know my Bucks from my Roy's. Yeah. And I was referring, when I said white, I wasn't referring to the sort of 70s all-in-one with a large no. zip accessory. No. I was referring much more to the sort of showbiz tradition, a more Vegas style of cowboy. 
Mm-hmm. Will you support me on that, thanks? Yes, I think I, I took it that Emily was referring to the fact that um, in early Westerns, often the good guy would wear a white hat yeah. and the bad guy would wear a, a black hat to help exactly. the audience. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I he th- was, I Roy was very... I don't think I've ever seen Roy in a black hat. He was very much a white hat. Sometimes, you're going to hate him for this, he wore a Caramac hat. (laughs) He did. He did, but um, not made of Caramac, but Caramac coloured. Oh, if I got... Maybe I should get another dog and call it Roy. Roy and Ray. What do you think? Mm. I've got all the 70s football managers covered then. Or Siegfried. <laughs> we we had a run, I can't remember this there, but we had a run of Albion managers at, uh, at West Bromwich Albion, which were sort of Ron, Ronnie, Nobby, Bobby. It was it was like a fab. Someone will uh, someone will have that fax at their finger too. It was a fabulous run of if you wanted to just randomly if you put. 70s football managers into a computer. <laughs> These are the names that would come spewing out. If anyone can send us that list, I'd, I'd like to share with the nation. There'll be Albion fans who know it off the top of their heads. Oh, yeah. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, I'd like to move us towards uh, a news story that caught my eye oh, yeah. uh, this week, and that is there's been some... Um, there's been some birthday celebrations for uh, grillers. <laughs> oh. When you say grillers, do you mean like those George Foreman machines? <laughs> oh, is that how I say it? Do you mean yeah. gorillas? Yeah. Um, Best Latin yeah. name ever for an animal. Do you remember well, his Latin it? name, Al? No, what it's is it? Gorilla Gorilla. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I love good, it. Make an effort, Latin. I love it. So good they named it twice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Gorilla, gorilla. Da, 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 da. Your so, hair oh, is sorry. a mess. <laughs> Actually, their so, hair, that is unfair. <laughs> their hair, I find, is immaculate. Yeah, it's tidy looking. Never a hair out of place on a gorilla. Do you know, I find the gorilla... <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it as well, Al. I find the gorilla has a sort of Alfred in the comic book slight comb-over. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that? I think if you took the top of a gorilla's head and put it on the face of Simon Cowell, no, you wouldn't you. notice any difference at all. <laughs> it's quite, it is quite shredded wheat, Frank. It is a bit, yeah. <laughs> the black shredded wheat. Anyway, over to uh, you, Al, because you were talking about... Well, the world's oldest gorilla has turned 65 this week wow. in, a, oh. in a zoo in Berlin, which is called Berlin Zoo. This is <laughs> bad news for um, Berlin bus travellers. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to suddenly get on with its pass. <laughs> oh, is this Fatu? This is Fatu, yeah. That'd be a lovely yeah. friend for you, Frank. Fatu? Well, it's a lady, of course, and oh, yes, my age range. <laughs> Is she, I'm mean, just thinking Fatu might be an adventurous nana. She, yeah, exactly. She, in <laughs> my uh, <laughs> catchment area. It seems like you're at the opposite ends of the naming of things spectrum. Fatu and Skinner. Yeah, that's it's true. So nearly skinny and fatty. It's the it's the flip side of Hemingway implying Hemingways. <laughs> Oh dear, in my end it's my beginning. I love I've always loved Fatu's narrative arc because she was brought to but she originally was brought over by a sailor. <clears throat> Did you know this? Yes. I saw this. From West Africa. 
She was brought by a sailor. You know, I don't like the interspecies. <laughs> they weren't dating. Oh, well, we don't know that. Also, you know what I was saying a few weeks ago, that a classic example of the self-styled colourful character mm. was the public rat owner. Oh, the person yeah. who takes their rat out in public. Yes. I, I mean, the sailor who arrives with a gorilla. He paid his bar tab with a gorilla. That is someone who is always got one eye on themselves. And yeah. this will be a great anecdote when I'm in the brig. Yeah. Um, I'm, pr- I'm glad Apparently you went out with a brigadier, if you knew that. <laughs> I mean, please. I'm glad Fatou's... I think it was right that she left that. I think it was a toxic relationship for her to be in, the sailor. Yeah, it didn't and sound good. I think the Berlin Zoo is a much more... It's a, it's a much uh, more fragrant environment for her. She got a lovely... Did she get a cake, Al, didn't she? Yeah. That she got a picture a, of her enjoying a cake. In I, fact. What was the cake? The cake it was, was a rice cake. Yeah. I mean, when you ask for cake, that's not what you want. That's like some sort of a sick. <laughs> joke. I don't. I don't know if Fatu actually asked for cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was wolfing it down. I'm yeah. telling you, girlfriend's got an appetite on her. <laughs> mm. She was. They said there was there was cottage cheese on it. I mean, oh that's no, it's a bit late for the diet. <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. They say, look, you've called me Fatu. My, bir- <laughs> my birthday cake is cottage cheese. Enough now. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So we're look. talking about Fatu, the gorilla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, who isn't? <laughs> well, Colo isn't. Colo was the eldest gorilla prior to that. Did you know that? I know quite a lot about the old gorillas. Uh, 2017, mm-hmm. we lost her. Oh. Uh, yeah. And she, of course, um, as the initial suggests, Colo only lives once. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, Fatu is a great grandmother of 16. Oh. Good one. Good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I tell you something about um, Fatu's home? She's at Berlin Zoo, am I right? Mm. Yeah. Now, I know people have uh, mixed feelings about zoos nowadays. Um, I'm a member at London Zoo. I think it's brilliant. And speaking as a parent, very, very educational about animals, very pro-environmental concerns and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I went to Berlin Zoo during the uh, German World Cup. I didn't. It made me think. I'm. Maybe I want to stop going to uh, zoos. It was a bit. Was it cruel? It had the sort of sleaziness of the Weimar cabaret. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Was that sort of zookeeper oh, as Marlena Dietrich? Yeah, the uh, yeah gorillas was in stockings and suspenders, and smoking. Now, uh, it just felt the animals didn't look that happy there to me. Lots of you know that incessant pacing you get from animals when they're in the Charles and Dave. So yeah, at the end of it, I wasn't happy, and I never oh. get that at um, I never get that at London. Well, shit, Zoo. On the plus side, favorite London Zoo story. 
Oh. Is it um, when uh, kombucha drank all the Ribena? No, mine is, is to do one. with Frank and the incident with... Oh, no, was that wasn't at London Zoo, was it? Do you remember, Frank? You had an incident with a gorilla. You've had one, haven't oh, you? Oh, yeah, that was, a, that, was a mon- that was a chimpanzee, not a gorilla. What happened? That was at Monkey World. What happened again? Well, it, this was in... It was in the holding pen, which is when a new... Um, new monkeys arrive mm-hmm. they put them in a uh, in a shed on their own because often they're being cruelly treated and stuff yeah. so I went to have a look in there and they just have a window they don't have and this chimpanzee came to the window and it looked into my eyes and I looked into it yeah. and honestly we were there for five or six minutes just staring <laughs> and people started to I could hear people saying look at that blow look at that chimpanzee <laughs> we were transfixed but it was like I was looking at my distant past did you hear that um, <laughs> yeah it was yeah. a very very bizarre how incident. lovely well I don't know if it was lovely it was Aww. a bit like being stared out in a Birmingham pub it was like I didn't know whether there was any Recognition, malice, or what it was. Lost, maybe. Fashion. Another opportunity missed. Oh, <laughs> that was a great, uh, great. One of my favourite celebrity squares moments was on the American celebrity squares. And they used to have this very camp guy centre square. In the days when you wouldn't, he wouldn't have been described as gay, but everyone sort of knew. Flamboyant, would have been yeah. called. And there's a bit where the question was. Do chimpanzees kiss? And he said, yes, very well. (laughs) I love that man. (laughs) Great. Um, Fatou, we should say, I just want to say a bit more about her cake. It was a rice cake. Yeah. It also had cottage cheese on it and cabbage. Mm. I mean, I would cry. If that was your birthday cake, Frank, if I gave you that, you would defriend me. I think that could happen from... My partner is so into healthy eating. Kathy would actually like that. Yeah, she'd have, yeah, she, she wouldn't eat the cheese, too fattening. I'll just have the cabbage leaves if that's all right with you. Oh, uh, yeah, and no one would say fatu. T- that would be the key. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep your teeth. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're still on gorillas. I was mm-hmm. wrong about the shark repellent spray. Yes, you yeah. are. Mm. You're not often wrong, though. Can we Thank also refer to another gorilla birthday this week? <laughs> it's great mm-hmm. that it's two big gorilla birthdays in the same week. Two big ones. Yeah. Pertinax, who sounds like some terrible Doctor Who creature. <laughs> Although I think they shorten it to Pert. That's a, that's a oh. cruel nickname for a middle-aged... <laughs> yeah. Fatu and Pert. They've not yeah. really knocked out of yeah. the park on the naming of these gorillas, have they? No, he's, um, he's 40, isn't he? Yeah. He is 40 years old. Mm. He's... Um, Silverback. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I saw... While we're on in that terrain... I saw a man, I won't name him, but Mm. he was presenting a TV programme early this morning. You can probably guess the sort of show it was Mm. I have on in the background. And it was interesting, he had an open neck shirt, the presenter, with quite a a lot of hair coming out Mm. of the top of his chest. You don't Mm. see that often these days, do you? No, not unless you're halfway through (laughs) a uh, Jekyll to Hyde transformation (laughs) scene. (laughs) So I'm saying, whatever happened to 
the uh, neck hair. Yeah, the hairy chest. <laughs> yeah. The escaping, the tantalising glimpse of I chest hair. I think it used to be seen as a sort of a sign of uh, raw masculinity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do Tom you have Selleck. it? Do you Do have I any have hair it? chest? No. Okay, your witness. I've barely got a hair on me. Um, I'm like Action Man. <laughs> Not in all respects, mm. I hope. No, you know I don't what I mean. Have, I don't have the cheek. I don't have the cheek scar I mean, either. Poor cat. No. Um, Pertinax. Mm. What do you think of him? He, do you know? Just give you a bit of his origin story, boys. He mm-hmm. came over here to Devon with a. He had a German gorilla, male gorilla companion. Okay. It's rather nice. They came here together. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Different times. Yeah. I was, so in, uh, I was in I was in the English Garden once in uh, Munich, and I was with uh, my girlfriend of the time, and we passed, um, I'd say, forty naked men sitting in there, just in the public gardens. Mm. Mm. And uh, I don't know, I was more of a free spirit in those days, so I took all my clothes off and sat amongst them, and. Uh, it took me about half an hour to realise that I was the only heterosexual <laughs> there assembled. Uh, but um, it was very uh, freeing mm. in many ways. Mm. The, whole, the whole week. <laughs> the whole week I spent with them. <laughs> I, lo- I look forward to hearing more about your liberating the idea, week. The idea now of just seeing some naked men and thinking, oh, I'll, I'll get naked and sit with them. I mean, what on earth was well, I? You, you've become more of a germaphobe since then, haven't you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, he arrived, Pertinax and his German companion, they came here and they sort of started this, it's a male gorilla community. Okay. The idea is that Pertinax is, he sort of socialises young gorillas until they're ready to breed. Warts? Gorilla (laughs) warts? It's essentially warts. (laughs) At last we found out what happened to the ward business. It's gone gorilla. Mm -hmm. He Uh. teaches young male gorillas etiquette. Now, I don't know what that involves, staring psychotically at people banging <laughs> on the glass, perhaps. Exactly. You have to do that, that chest punching <laughs> thing, you know that? That's why they've got no hairs on their chest. Well, this... Um, Gor- oh, can I just say Pertinax had a giant pink cake? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, just saw, uh, I just thought the whole show was shot down in flames. <laughs> you and your reminiscences. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Here's a question. Go on. Um, the senior keeper at Payton yeah. Zoo looks after Pertinac, says, and I yeah. quote, in his retirement, he's really mellowed. Mm-hmm. What constitutes a gorilla's retirement? What'd you say? I wouldn't say they were industrious from what I've seen of them at the zoo. Well, also, I did read, Frank, he suffers from bad feet and digestive issues, apparently. Oh, God, imagine having a gorilla that's got digestive issues. (laughs) Well, the bad feet, I mean, they don't have great feet when they're young. No. They're moaning SP. about their bad feet. Do they have, have feet? bad feet, they moan, don't they? They're like, oh, my feet. They have feet. I thought they just had, like, four hands. <laughs> <laughs> they look like hands. They don't look like feet, any feet I've seen. 
I'll say you that. Never read, have you ever heard a gorilla mother say, all right, all right, I've only got one pair of hands. No, that's because <laughs> they've got two. OK, <laughs> let's see you say that to Pertinax's face. OK. And well. Pertinax has to drink, because of the digestive problems mm. he has, he has to drink a special laxative cocktail. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> OK? Oh, no. It's made up. Do you know what it's made up of, guys? Um, is it cabbage and um, cottage cheese? <laughs> no. It's made up of honey, blackcurrant, apple and gorilla matter. Gorilla Ooh. matter? Uh, let's call them... Is that, that his website? No. About <laughs> what's happening in the gorilla world? <laughs> <laughs> no. Gorilla matter is uh, what I call comfort breaks. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> oh, dear. He eats... <laughs> This has oh, gone yeah. too far. Yeah. I thought the interesting thing about the uh, the keeper at the zoo was that she had to pick 40 different gifts for Pert's birthday. Difficult. Hard to buy four gorillas, I <laughs> yeah. would have thought. Unless everyone's I mean, I... a banana. <laughs> After a certain point, do you think they were like the gorillas CD? Do you yeah, think exactly. They... Oh, yeah. Sonny oh. likes music. When yeah. they get the... Uh... I like when they give... The, I'm sorry, I know it's boring, and I do the same thing every year, but I thought <laughs> I'd play it safe. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Yeah. Do you think they're quite good to buy gifts for, though? Because every time they're opening a present, they go, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like really excited. They sound excited. What about yeah. uh, if, a, a summer Jimmy White spray for the silver <laughs> silver back? <laughs> Just cover that up. Bit of Grecian 2000 for the back. I, I'd get it a little bit of a... Uh, maybe a, a bikini wax. Oh, that, where do you stop? <laughs> Gift 40. That's what she said to me. It says here in the... Uh... That's, that's the problem. Um, I think I'd, I'd go very well in the gorilla community. I yeah. think I, I've got an affinity with them. I think they might be my least favourite apes. Really? Oh. They don't seem to be like chimpanzees. And so, I know there's going to be a monkey ape dispute here. But, you know, as a general term... Uh, Chimpanzees are like fauna up to stuff. And no. Gorillas yeah, yeah. look pensive. That's why I like them. They're intelligent, they're thoughtful creatures. Whereas the chimpanzee... They're fun, though, aren't they? Monkeys generally chattering, bopping around, the big red And then red they bomb. turn on you. Whereas mm. gorillas, all in black. They're like the yeah. goths of the... Uh, <laughs> Deep thinkers. Yeah, sitting around, looking a bit... you apart. I think that's why I like them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're grapplers, Al. Yeah, I think so. They're fabulous grapplers. All right, they'd, they'd be my... Um, they're just behind the orangutans on my list of favourite apes. OK. Um, OK, so anyway... <laughs> that's that sort <laughs> of... On that bombshell. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to us, um, even though we've talked about gorillas for nearly seven hours. <laughs> I loved it. Anyway, um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.